Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Inspired Action Life Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Baldridge, and it has been a minute since I've put a new podcast on here, um, kind of discussing issues that are familiar with all of us, things that all of us have encountered in our lives, and I've kind of been on a little bit of a journey myself, so I thought I would check in and kind of tell you what's been going on and how I've handled it, kind of, (laughs) and um, just some food for thought for anyone else who is feeling like you're in a, a weird transition in your life, whether it's you're transitioning from something in a relationship or a family situation or maybe a new job or feeling like you want a new job or a career or just feeling generally unsettled but you can't put your finger on why is it that I just can't lock in and feel um, like I'm cruising. So I guess that I could say I have been in that space a little bit since probably the end of summer through the fall, Um, just trying to get some clarity around where I'm going with things in terms of not only my own practice and my career, but just how I'm feeling like something's trying to, um, how should we say, up level in my life and in my career, but sometimes that can be very uncomfortable. So really the resounding thing today is comfort zones. Yikes. Okay. So comfort zones are a nebulous place because when you're in a comfort zone, you shut down weirdly all feelings, all emotions, not all emotions, but all feelings of that need to thrive, that need to push yourself, that need to grow, um, and you just kind of cruise. Now, that can be a good place once you've gotten to a goal that you have reached, right? So that's a very natural um, reaction to, hey, I finally arrived. This is my goal. I'm happy. Yay. And I was kind of in that place. I was trying new different things, um, plugging different opportunities into my business. They were going well. I reached some goals and then I got into cruise control. Ugh. Okay. So when you get into that place of cruise control, (laughs) it's good for about a month and then things start to get stirred up again. Do you know what I'm talking about? You feel like, okay, why am I just existing now and not um, thriving? I'm, I'm just existing. And do I have everything that I, I want in terms of from myself? You know, have I stretched myself enough? Have I pushed myself to the limits? Have I pushed my boundaries? Have I really broken any big boundaries? Um, me personally, you know, it's that's kind of where I was. I, I had reached a few goals, tried a couple things, put myself out there from a business perspective that I don't know about any of you people out there who are entrepreneurs and things, but there is an endless amount of of personal growth opportunities that you should or could try, but some of them you don't want to um, because they make you super squeamish and just so cringy. 
you know, all of that stuff that goes against your nature. And some of those things come really easy to other people. And the things that you do effortlessly, other people are cringing going, oh, how does she do that? How can she put herself out there like that? I wish I could, but oh, I just want to cringe thinking of myself doing that. So, you know, some of the things that you people are doing very naturally, I am dying a thousand deaths thinking that I have to do them. Right? So I I don't. So I take all of the, and I'm going to um, put something out there that I know is going to hit to the heart of some of you, giving yourself a pass. You are taking passive action and not massive action. So the passive action is the behind the scenes stuff, the easy stuff, the infrastructure of setting things up that are easy for you or that are unseen to other people so they can't judge you because you're doing it behind the scenes. So no one else can really add their two cents about any of it because they don't even know that it's going on. So it's hidden from judgment from anybody else but yourself. And you can wait to launch it into the public when you feel comfortable with it, right? So that's passive action. Does it still move you along in any of your um, goals that you have for yourself? Yeah, it probably still moves you along. But does it really break any boundaries and barriers for you to feel like so expansive? Like I have just done something that I've never done before. Probably not right? And again, those are all good things. They're all something as opposed to doing nothing. But I was getting really in that zone where I was taking a lot of passive action and really kind of putting my um, eggs in a basket of something else or some, you know, other factions to help me really push through the boundaries of the bigger things in my um, new business and career that I thought these people could, you know, do something for me that I couldn't do for myself. And you know what? They, they could do that and they were all capable of it, but it wasn't going to be as um, fundamentally changing and meaningful for me unless I did it for myself. Okay. So, so let's just talk about, you know, like little, little goals that make a big difference. So when you are looking to stretch something in your life, I'll give you a couple personal examples, stories from, from my life and just little uh, quotes and other podcasts that I've listened to that really kind of gave some really interesting word pictures (laughs) to, to shine a little light on those areas to give you a little courage or a little awareness, I should say, first, and then some courage to kind of push yourself forward in some of these areas. So a long time ago, I remember listening to a um, podcast, also a sermon from, I don't know if any of you know who T.D. Jakes is, but I listened to one of his sermons and something that he, um, there was actually two sermons that kind of um, converge on my message today. So one of them, and I will never forget it, so it hit home for me for a reason, is nothing that you have been through will be wasted, is what he said. He sort of built a whole sermon series around this topic a long time ago. Oh my gosh, it's been, I don't know how many years ago since I've listened to that. And it just really um, struck me. So in other words, this was before I really kind of got down to this journey of the big awakening in my life, understanding that, yeah, I was happy, um, but not, I wouldn't call me completely fulfilled and 
feeling like I was, I don't know, living in a, in a place of fullness instead of a place of emptiness. I don't know if you know, if you can identify what that means for yourself, but like, you know, you're happy, you have enough, but are, are you thriving? I would definitely not have called myself thriving at that point. Definitely not. So, um, yeah, so this sermon, for whatever reason, at that point in time, before I really kind of had this epiphany um, of my journey of self-development, he said, nothing you've been through will be wasted. So everything that happens in your life, there are no coincidences, okay? So they're very designated divine appointments, if you want to say so. Things that you are drawn to that look interesting to you. Um, things that make you feel like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. I love that. I want to investigate that. Um, or hardships that you've been through, but you didn't know why. Like, why am I having to go through this? I have no idea why I'm having to go through this. I need you to stop and take a moment to look back upon all of that and understand this one thing. There are absolutely no coincidences in this world. Everything is appointed. Everything happens for a reason. And it wasn't until many years later, like these last few years, that I understood that things happened for me, not to me. So little small, I don't know, like for me... um, Oh, there's a million examples I could give you. I don't know. But like, you know, there's just certain designs that I liked. And I know that sounds kind of stupid. But like when I was designing, um, like my, we were redoing my dining room and there were certain um, color palettes that I really liked that I, I was really drawn to. But my husband was like, oh my gosh, no, we're not doing that. That's a little wild. My, my taste is a little bold. Okay. So it's, it's definitely not pottery barn where the colors are muted it's it's more loud and bold and that kind of thing and and he was not having it but just let me tell you I locked that pattern in um like in my files in like I don't know if I emailed it to myself or whatever it is so anyway I never lost track of that pattern like this wallpaper pattern and fabric pattern for some of the chairs and things like that okay so that's just a small little thing but hold on, I'll tell you where it fits into bigger picture. Um, there were also uh, hardships that I went through that I didn't know why I was having to deal with this or I was feeling very victimized, of course. They're always the victim card, right? We all go there and then we feel sorry for ourselves. And, um, and then, you know, we like to blame everybody else for the fact that we feel empty. Uh, we feel offended. We feel picked on. Um, so on and so forth. This all goes on in our head. You may not, you know, lead on to anybody that you're feeling this way, but you know, it's processing that way in your, in your own mind and you feel less than, and you feel um, self-conscious about certain parts of your thing. And like, why is this happening to me? Okay. So that also gets filed away. I work through it in the moment. I file it away. And then, um, later on, I come across things that I'm really drawn to. And again, all these items seem so freaking random, right? They all seem random. Uh, Well, as I move forward in my life, all of these pieces of the puzzle have fit together like, bing, like light bulb moment. All of these things come together, all right? I don't know why I'm drawn to certain things. Now I know why I was drawn to them. But um, 
Okay, so let's like essential oils and uh, things that are like alter my my mood when I and encounter them. So, um, smelling the way things smell, um, are a real mood altering thing for me. So essential oils, I was drawn to that. I came across by happenstance on jury duty, by the way. Um, I met a a girl who was into essential oils or, or sold them or whatever. And we talked all during our jury duty breaks. (laughs) I know that's so crazy, but yes, um, we were talking about of all things, essential oils. And I was just like, oh, I like these. I use all these, but I didn't even know it was a thing to like sell essential oils or to buy them regularly. Again, I lived in this little sheltered box, I guess. And so I really didn't get outside my circle because my life was all like, well, what are my kids doing? Right? What what are they into? What do they need? Never once ever, ever, ever considering that small little shifts in my routine could have given me some fulfillment. But no, I was always outwardly focused, never inwardly focused. So I was really um, interested in like hearing more about what she was doing, not necessarily to sell them at that point, but just knowing how how she was basically confirming everything that I was already knowing instinctively in my soul that like, gosh, you know, different smells elicit different emotions. Um, I feel so soothed when I'm smelling like eucalyptus oil, or I feel really hyped and energized when I uh, put a dab of peppermint oil on my temples or things like that. I'm really drawn to those smells, okay? Again, how small and insignificant is that little, you know, knowing about yourself? It's pretty small, but it has a place in my personal story. Okay, I I gave three very random things that seemingly are not connected, right? And you have a ton of them too. You have a lot of unconnected um, divine appointments that you have stumbled into that you, I guarantee you, if you sat down long enough, you would realize that there is actually a connection between a lot of these things that you have either been through or you have found that you are super drawn to or enjoy a lot. There's a lot to them. And so now another item that I, I could say plays into my my story is that I would always notice like there's a lot of things I, I notice um, when you look on like your Facebook or your social media feed or Instagram or whatever. I'm not on Facebook that often, but Instagram these days more. I'll see people or that I know that are um, doing things that I'm like, gosh, you know, secretly wish that I, I would do them or I could do them or you know, thinking that I should do them. So long time ago, it used to be like running like races. And I think I've mentioned that before in my other podcasts, like, like running in a race because there was no logical reason at all why I couldn't, but yet secretly I wanted to just to feel, to prove to myself that I am powerful. And I know that doesn't seem like it's a power move or anything like that. But to me, who is not athletic in that way, I'm more like dance stuff. So I like doing like dance or, you know, um, Zumba and yoga or, you know, things like that. But I, I never really was like athlete, go, 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 you know, high intensity person or whatever. So like I was drawn to that, but I would see other people who would do like 
boot camp and fitness, you know, extreme fitness, things and things like that. I, I was never and I am still not even close to ever being drawn to that. I, it's just not for me. It's not in my um, constitution to feel like, oh, I feel so good about myself. I feel like I would just want to die. I went through a boot camp class a couple times and I was like, oh, good God. I, I derived no um, uh, excitement about it that I survived. I couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> So like, I couldn't run fast enough to get out of that gym. I did not like it at all. But the running thing always intrigued me, always intrigued me because, you know, there's a certain um, element of I I get a pace myself. I don't have to run against everybody else. I'm running against myself, my own personal, um, you know, time and and I don't have to beat everyone's time and all of this stuff. Everyone, you know, enters those races for their own reasons and and that wouldn't have been my reason to beat anybody else's time, but to race against myself and to prove that I could do it. Okay, so there's like four different things seemingly unrelated that I knew were little nudges in my soul. Like little um like knock knock like on my self <laughs> or on my conscience mind going, "Hey, um just like why don't you explore me a little bit more? But I didn't because I was too busy um, turning myself outward, you know, looking what everyone else needed and to make sure their needs were met. And somehow that gave me gratification. And it still does, by the way. But I just never took the time to develop my own self. So therefore, I was never thriving in anything. What do, what do you like? Oh, I have no idea. What are your hobbies? Oh, I have none. Um, what's your favorite food to eat? Don't know. I, I literally was so detached from everything about myself I didn't know. Okay, so the one T.D. Jakes, now, now let's circle back to where I started from. The T.D. Jakes, um, one sermon that always stuck with me over all these years was, nothing you've been through will be wasted. And then there was another sermon that was kind of like in, a, in that same series, I'm pretty sure, that was called, Don't Die in Your Nest. Lord. Okay, so he would say, the basic premise of this was that he gave a little example of how like an eagle um, builds a nest. She lays her eggs in that nest, right? And, um, you know, makes it all cozy and warm for those little eaglets to hatch. And then let's fast forward. They finally, you know, she feathers the nest and gets them all warm and comfortable. And then they begin to hatch. All right. So now they've got a nice little warm, cozy home. And that's where they say, because their mom set it up perfectly for them, right? Well, then eventually when nature takes over and she knows that they have to fly on their own, she is prone to not showing up as often with food for these little eagles because by nature she knows they need to start getting out of the nest on their own and learning how to you know, forage for their own food and to um, make their own way in the world because animals just know this instinct um, just within themselves and they know the timing perfectly because there are no coincidences, right? So they know instinctively when to start doing that. Well, then the eagles will, those little eaglets will be waiting around in the nest going, well, where's my food? Where's my mom? Like she's not bringing me, I'm kind of hungry. Where's my worm? I where, I don't know where anything, 
Where'd she go? Mom, where are you? And they will start to get uncomfortable in their own nest. And then she would also start to take little things out of that nest, little sticks, and make it a little bit more uncomfortable. And then, of course, the eagles are getting bigger, so their nest is getting a lot less spacious because the eagles themselves are getting bigger. So suddenly the the nest that they were living in is not quite as comfortable as it used to be. And little by little, it gets more uncomfortable. And that happens in nature for a reason, because they are genetically programmed to be able to force themselves out of the nest and get out and learn some life-sustaining skills, right? So that's kind of the cycle of how it goes around. And that's what he was saying in his sermon. And I, I completely identified with what he was saying at that time going, you know, I feel uncomfortable. I do. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like one of those little eaglets because I'm riding in the comfort zone. I'm jumping in and out of corporate America. If you remember from any of my old podcasts, I jumped in and out. I was uncomfortable there too, because I felt like I should be home with my kids. Um, I was super happy at home with my kids, by the way, super content, super happy. But you know, Kids don't stay little forever, right? So they start to grow and they don't need you as much. And then my nest starts to get uncomfortable because I think my husband is also looking like, and, and, you know, so I feel like, like naturally he's kind of starting to make the nest a little uncomfortable for me as well, so to speak. Um, And I just started to feel overall really like a lot of pressure, like I needed to move on. But I couldn't put my finger on, well, what does that mean? Where am I going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's if you are in that place of feeling like, like I'm comfortable, but not as comfortable as I was. That feeling is there for a reason. This is how we find our next path in life is you have to be uncomfortable to get to that place of change. There is always a process of discomfort to bring forth something new in our lives. So like for instance, when you know any of you women out here who have had children, you know that your children are the greatest blessing and bring you, I mean, un- unfathomable joy when they place that baby in your arms. Am I right? Is that a feeling that is like so magical you can't even put words to it sometimes? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay, well, for me, that was three different times those babies they put into my arms. I was just like, where have you been all my life? I have been searching for you. I even said that um, out loud. Like, I have been searching for you my whole life. Didn't even know it, but I have been. And I did. I felt just, ah. overwhelming joy. But back that up about six hours prior, I was in the worst, most devastating pain of my life. Okay. The process of labor bringing forth new life into this world is seriously painful. Now, a little side note for that. It was extremely painful for me because scary. um, My epidurals didn't completely work. On all three kids, I did not have a complete numbing epidural. All three of them. 
That's very scary for me, of course, moving forward, should I need something else, but I'm not going to put that out in the world. I'm just going to believe that God's going to take care of that. I don't know how, I don't know what, but yeah, um, the epidural, for whatever reason, I must have a jacked up spine or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but um, it didn't quite work. So I felt more pain than I probably should have or needed to, but it's an excruciating process to bring forth new life. But is it worth it? Oh my gosh, good Lord. It is, it is nothing I would ever change. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm completely in love with the lives that I have brought forth and I'm so blessed by them and they have changed everything for the good. But had I decided like, nope, I'm not going to have kids because that'll hurt too bad. How much dimmer would my life have been? How much less full and less purposeful for me personally, because it was in the cards for me personally to go through that type of pain. That's not for everybody. I'm not telling you that it is. All I'm just saying is that it was in the cards for my purpose on this earth. And there's a lot of painful experiences that are in the cards for you and your life in order to bring forth new life, new purpose, and introduce it into your own life. So, you know, you always hear the old no pain, no gain, excuse me, like, you know, from working out in the gym, it's those last couple reps that kill you so bad where you can't hardly even lift. Your arms are shaking. You can barely lift that weight up because you are just weakened and shredded from the, the first part of the 10 reps that you get to. Like say 15, those last five are absolute killer. But that's where all the gains are felt. You cannot have the gains unless you go through the pain to get there. So despise not those times of hardship in your life because if you are an astute person and if you have an eye for self-development and if you get real present with your life, you will take note that the times that you get the absolute most value and the most growth in your life as when you go through something that is so uncomfortable, but you have pushed through a plateau and you have pushed yourself and new things arise because of that. So it's just so interesting that newness a lot of times is felt on the heels of very uncomfortable or painful situations or cringy things that have happened to you. And can I give you one more little tip that when this happens to you, be real present to ask yourself, why is this happening? What am I to learn? What am I to learn? Learn it quicker so you don't have to keep repeating the lesson, by the way. That's one little tip I have for you. If you don't learn from the painful experiences that you go through or the terrible things that have happened to you or the way people treat you and it makes you feel disgusting, like I feel invisible. I feel like nothing. I feel like I'm always taken advantage of. Why don't you learn from that? Because that is not happening to you for no reason, sis. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that has a purpose. And I can speak from firsthand experience. Okay, so I want you to pay attention to the things that have gone on in your life because they're is something on the other side of that that you need to see. So at that point in time, this is my my last part of this podcast, and I'm not going to drone on too long. Um, But when you push through those barriers, 
get ready while you're in the midst of pushing through, of course, and on the end, get real present with yourself because then it's almost like things start falling into place for you. You'll receive like this nudging, this soul nudging. You'll know exactly what is next because you purposely decided to use your pain for your gain. If you just suffer through it and take the victim card and go, oh, woe is me, you're not going to get that vision. But if you decide that this is happening for you, everything you need to see and know will be shown to you. I, I can't explain it to you enough. I can't explain it to you enough. I mean, this is partly how I started on the journey of where I am now and how out of the blue, I'm starting like this new business. And then I'm trying to have a new business thrive during a a pandemic. (laughs) That was fun timing. But there was there was things to learn. There were things to develop. Okay, because the business model, I don't know, again, for anybody who's had a business or started a small business, the business model that you think you're starting out with is never the same exact model that you end up with, like, let's say a year later, especially when you're just starting. Things are unfolding slowly but surely. And all of the things that you were drawn to and thought, oh, maybe I can make a business out of this. Maybe I can make, you know, or that they are all going to be part of this story. And it's so funny because I'm kind of at that place again. The next iteration of my business journey or career journey and, of course, my life journey, um, I'm finding so many pieces of information that I have been needing or new revelations have dropped into my lap, getting a little further clarity over what my mental blocks are and what my obstacles for not pushing myself in some of these other areas of my life. Um, I'm getting new revelations in a new point of view. Um, they just show up like I, either they're served to me in my, in a real physical sense, like I'll find something like, oh, I didn't even know that was out there. I didn't even know I had this going on right underneath my nose. And, and, you know, there's always deeper levels of self-awareness that you don't even know that you need to evolve in yourself, but then you find out that you do. And now, even though I didn't like some of the revelations that I got, they were a real clear picture over what holds me back, over what, like, um, is making me go back quickly to my comfort zone. Okay, so like you can get back into a comfort zone again, right? Well, then these things come to me, these little revelations that stir up the pot again. And then I'm all uncomfortable and seeking like, oh my God, I've got to get out of this. What is happening? But thank God for them. Excuse me, they aren't the best feeling things. But thank God for them. Because that means that God or the universe or whoever your belief system is, truly does have your back. Because I am open to change. I am open to new revelation. I am open to new opportunities. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I am open to, to really expanding my belief system. And um, belief in what is possible. My belief in myself. My belief in the vision that I have been given. And it just popped right into my lap. I mean, it's the craziest thing. But I had to really um, 
do some things to make myself uncomfortable. So I, I was doing that. And that's where the real growth happens. So if I can give you that parting wisdom today, I just will ask that you really examine where you're at in your life. And if you want some change, start doing some crap that feels really uncomfortable, awkward, cringy, something, but you know it's productive. You know, um, even if it's something that's unrelated to a personal development item, like emotional or with a relationship or with your business, go out for a run. I started to do that again, too, Um, because running, I do it as a symbolic um, uh, barrier breaking through mechanism. So when I need to break through a barrier, I start to make goals for myself for running. I don't love to run. I don't. I already made that very clear at the beginning. I'm not like the athletic type. But what it is, is it's a vehicle for me to get clarity, to feel empowered, to feel like I am symbolically doing things that make me um, feel discomfort in my body so that I can clear that bad energy and and make room for the flow, getting into that flow state, good getting into the openness to new ideas and new opportunities. And every single time they show up, every single time, because I'm doing it with intention. I am intentionally, intentionally, intentionally making myself uncomfortable. And that is where the new growth happens. So make yourself very uncomfortable today, even if it has nothing to do with what a uh, secret dream you have or, you know, uh, you want to move a relationship in a, in a better, more positive way. Do something that's unrelated if you need to, that makes you very uncomfortable to show symbolically God, the universe, that you are ready for change and he can trust you with the new information that you need in order to get onto the right path to your purpose. So be intuitive and pay attention to those little God nudges or those little subconscious nudges because they aren't there for no reason. They are very much there for a purpose. So have a great week. I hope this, um, you know, really vibes with some of you. And I hope this is helpful to help move you forward. I will try to be a little bit more consistent with my journey because I know it helps a lot when you know that other people are going through these things that are hard to describe (laughs) because this is a little nebulous. I'm not giving you any details yet. I'm giving you emotions and you under, you will identify with these emotions if you are in that place of transition. So, um, that's great. I hope everyone finds their purpose. I hope everyone finds their path and pay attention to those little still small voices. Have a great one. Thank you. Take care, everyone.